Hi, I'm Carly Reid from CX Today, bringing you all the latest news and conversation from the customer experience technology industry. Now, today I'm talking to Jacob from Coros, and we'll be discussing ways omnichannel can pandemic-proof a business. Welcome, Jacob. Thank you for having me. Not at all. Great to have you with us today. So, thanks for joining me, Jacob. How about we kick off with a quick intro? Tell me about what you do. Yeah, so I do product marketing at Coros, and for those that aren't familiar, Coros is the leading digital customer engagement software platform. Uh, we're based in Austin, Texas, and we serve about 2,000 global enterprises, including about a third of the global Fortune 100. Um, and really, we use our award-winning customer software to create customers for life, and that includes supporting customers across every digital channel, um, marketing and reaching customers across social, um, creating brand communities, um, and really being able to provide first-class omni-channel customer service and delight. Fantastic stuff. Thank you, Jacob. So tell us, what sort of conversations are you having with your customers currently? Yeah, uh, one of the big ones is how to make digital more human. I think that we've all missed a lot of human interaction over the last while um, and yeah and really like it's the cause of a lot of baffling behavior but also i think it's it's created a lot of innovation in the space and now there's a ton of technologies out there about how to connect people together and that's something that's grown amazingly i think if you're like me you've probably joined a few new communities in the last couple of years um, whether it's Slack channels or Facebook groups for your neighborhood or whatever. And they've been incredibly useful. Um, like for me, I joined my neighborhood Slack. I moved houses out here, um, given the freedom to work anywhere um, out here in Austin, Texas. And what I did was I joined a neighborhood Slack and like somebody actually baked me a pie. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, this is amazing. Like, we got to count our, our buttons, you know, so, like these kind of technologies are bringing people together and that's what people want from brands as well. So brands need to show up in these kind of spaces and help people make those human connections. Fantastic stuff. And Jacob, how do you think Omnichannel can operate beyond offering simply call, web and text channels? Yeah, so Omnichannel can can evolve, I think, in two big ways. One is you're gonna have to serve every channel for every type of interaction. You know, to quote one of my favorite recent digital philosophers, uh, everybody wants everything all the time. Um, so you gotta have the ability to do that. Like people using support in channels that never got support before. And before these were owned by different teams for different purposes and cross-training and scaling is just a really challenging things for brands to do. So how do we evolve beyond simply offering those channels? You gotta be able to offer everything in every channel is one of the big ones. Um, so to me, it's also about not just answering questions, but providing that connection again, like how do we make things more human? Well, you can connect humans with other humans, um, whether it's your brand employees or other customers um, in fact, we have survey data that shows that people prefer when they can talk to other customers and peers about products and services before they purchase them. It's one of the most trusted resources that you have. And so enabling brands to do that across social, across owned communities um, is a really big advantage and it's driving a lot of customer, and customer happiness. 
Thanks, Jacob. And you mentioned online communities there. So why do you think brands should really care about their online communities? Well, at the most basic and cynical level, because communities are their customers. So um, we've seen tremendous growth in online communities, especially brand supplied online communities in the past couple of years. And one of the reasons is that it because it creates trust and it creates this brand experience that's bigger than the product experience or the support experience or any of those things, because now you have a space where people can talk with each other. They can talk with every different employee, not just the customer support representative. They can talk with product teams, with marketing teams, with sales teams, very, very easily get the best possible answers. And specifically during the start of the pandemic, we saw communities rise in usage almost 50%. And even though that was representing, you know, almost a billion interactions over a few months, extra than what communities had before. There was no extra staffing provided. There was no extra resources provided to these communities, yet they maintain constant reply and resolution rates to any customer issues because it instantly scaled because everybody was helping each other. I mean, to go back to that point of that pie that I got from my neighbor, imagining that happening billions of times across every brand community when people ask for all sorts of new questions and new resources that they never thought they needed before. Fantastic. That would certainly be a hell of a lot of pies, Jacob. Thank you. Now, you touched on the COVID-19 pandemic in the, the answer to the first question there. Um, but how can Omnichannel help to uh, future-proof a business, in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, first of all, I don't know if it's possible to future-proof anything with the way things have changed so rapidly recently. But I, I would say the biggest way to future-proof with Omnichannel is to be agile. So when you can look at every channel, then you're more able to take on new channels and new challenges as they arise, whether it's, you know, like groups, business chat groups or video through TikTok or anything like that. The ability, once you've done many channels of many different types, it becomes easier and easier to take on new channels um, and specifically developing that reflex of, you know, not thinking channel first thinking customer first, thinking experience first, um, really becomes second nature when you are used to operating in so many different channels. Great stuff. Thanks, Jacob. And I've really, really enjoyed speaking to you today. So thank you so much for joining me. Yes, of course. It's a pleasure to be here and I'm happy to um, do it anytime. Thanks, Jacob. So that's it from us. If you've enjoyed our conversation, then please do give us a shout out on social. And if you're a CX fan and want to see more like this, then you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter at cxtoday.com. I'm Carly Reid from CX Today. Thanks for watching.